0: Um, thank you for that. I also had a question um, about my favourite film of yours which is Dead Calm and um, watching that I think it's really incredible um, that the tension and of the thriller was in set in such a small environment of a yacht and I just wanted to know um, what challenges you faced with that because um, I've read so many times that Steven Spielberg had so many problems filming at sea with Jaws but, right. Well, big yeah. the
1: big, um, the, the big uh, um, issue for making a film at sea is the same. It's the same. The solution is the same as running a restaurant. It's called location, location, location. <laughs> the street rules. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in in the case of a film called Dead Calm that's supposedly set on a dead calm ocean um, you've got to be triply careful yes we we couldn't afford to go uh, overseas uh, to one of the uh, various um, 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 exterior ocean locations um, um, that exist I think there's one in Malta that at that time was being used a lot. We basically needed again for financing purposes to shoot the film predominantly in Australia. Yes. Um, So we found um, an island inside uh, the Great Barrier Reef. The reef runs three thousand miles up the eastern, northeastern coast of. breakwater uh, to the
0: violent currents that run under the water even though you can't see them Uh, um,
1: and uh, we found an island there where we could um, film in the lee of the prevailing southwesterly winds Um, just a moment I'm going to close the door okay We then, near that island, um, uh, build our own studio on another island, um, uh, first dug a swimming pool, uh, which was our, where, where we submerged some of the sets, uh, um, for the Orpheus, the, the other yacht in the story. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the crew stayed on the, island, and every day we would travel across to the second island, the filming island, and there we would complete our filming in the rear of the winds so that we had um, what appeared uh, to be in you know, a relatively calm ocean. So the biggest problem was location,
0: location, location. Yeah.
1: Um, later, the same cinematographer, Dean Simler, would work with... Um, Kevin Costner on his uh, water epic um, in uh, Hawaii, in the Big Island of Hawaii. And when I went to that location for a holiday once, um, uh, I looked out to sea, and all I could see was just this huge wind blowing, blowing the water. Um, And that was when I discovered that they had, for whatever reason, chosen location 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 <laughs> a, a water set film um <laughs> we chose one of the best yeah. um uh so it, it, uh you know where we had uh, um the world's greatest uh production designer god uh working for us <laughs> at, uh, uh, um working on our side um because we we've given ourselves um uh uh we provided ourselves with a workable shooting location yeah um the other problem is that uh, if you uh if you get out of it if you try and empty a car full of crew you can do it in about uh, in under a minute yeah. but if you take a boatload of crew and try and transfer them from one boat to another <laughs> could <laughs> take up to 45 minutes. Yeah. So we pretty soon realized that uh, we even going out to sea, going out from the first island to the second was a mistake. And eventually we took a flotilla of, of uh, boats, parked them in the lee of the second island. uh I stayed there overnight so that we could get up in the morning and start filming without getting on and off, kind of yeah. endless boats.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. And the other thing we discovered was even that lunch.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, at first we'd all go from the shooting boat or plop, pontoon onto another boat, onto another boat and all eat lunch. Yeah. <laughs> place, no, lunch has to come to us, yeah. wherever we are. Yeah. Um, still, it was, uh, you know, um. A long process sometimes and, and, yeah. and, and shot completely out of order. Um, we, once we started to film, I think after six weeks, we, we, we had completed no scenes, but we completed a little bit of every scene because what happens, of course, is, um, uh, um, in the ocean is that, um,
0: the sun changes, which changes winds blow up and then
1: subside which changes the the, the surface of the ocean Um, so you know in in a a 12 hour day you've got about four different oceans that you're playing with so we had to once we'd started the sequence in one set of conditions we would then uh, wait until the same conditions appeared on another day then we a couple of shots from that scene then we'd move on to say midday light and then we'd move to two o'clock light and then we'd move to four o'clock light and not to mention uh that we also rewrote the script once we realized that every couple of weeks there was a storm the storm sequence actually that appeared in the in the film out of necessity because we realized that before a storm you know the, the ocean starts to change as it does after a storm so we just we sort of let God guide us in a sense let nature guide us and we we used the best that nature could provide and uh, and worked around Mother Nature.
0: I think that's incredible. And also, what I really liked about that film was that it, the tension was mainly on that yacht, and it just proved that you didn't have to have a sprawling mansion um, to create such a tense thriller. You could have it on a yacht, really. <laughs> it was just, I think it was a really incredible well, what story.
1: That, of course, it's in the, uh, is in the, um, the original um, novel by Charles Williams. Yeah. Um, um, um uh, you know the idea
0: of just three people on two boats um was embedded in in the novel yeah um and and uh,
1: it's sort of like um uh, you know um that, i mean i mean there's a there's, there's a, a famous, uh um one liner for um uh Ridley Scott's film uh, in the outer space. Um, I said, "In the outer space, no one can hear you cry." Well, we mm-hmm. <laughs> we took that one and said, "You know, on the ocean, no one can hear you cry because um, yeah. you are, you know, there, there is no possibility of being rescued when you're in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. It's like being in outer space. Um, someone can be coming for you, but they may never find you."
0: Yeah,
1: um, and it's even more dangerous than outer space because (laughs) if you leave you'll be you're liable to be eaten by all sorts of
0: sea (laughs)
1: creatures
0: or drowned
1: when you think about it um it's a perfect place for
0: for um you know the creation of tension yes yeah i i just i love that film so much it's so good it's such a great film
1: yeah, it was a lot of fun to make, um, principally uh, because um, of the wonderful actors that we yeah. had, all three of them. Yeah. Um, but also the setting was just very beautiful. It was uh, it was um, moving into winter, which was the mating season for the humpback whales. Oh. Um, they came <laughs> there to the to the Whit Sunday Passage yeah. to um, attract their mates um and then they they um uh find the mate they made they make love and then they stay together forever yeah that's a very romantic notion and yeah. one which we were we were constantly uh, um um uh, watching um as these whales arrived and then uh, would every so often the male would uh, yeah dive up into the air showing off his
0: yeah. I bet you have some impressive dance. behind the scenes footage, don't you, from that film? Say that again? I bet you have some impressive behind the scenes footage from that film.
1: Well, we didn't. It was before the era of behind the scenes. Yeah. That was before the you know the, the advent of handicaps.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so we
1: didn't have as much. I think Billy Zane was the one that had a lot of it. I don't know what he's done with that footage. He had a little camera that he bought over from America that he was filming. Yeah. That just reminds me I should I should contact him and ask him where that footage is because you're quite right.
0: Yeah, <laughs>